Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the Heal and Glow podcast, a place to discuss real everyday life, focusing on topics such as business life, health and wellness, spiritual health, mental health, and faith talks. A place to listen to positive and kind, encouraging words and inspirational stories. Leave each week with abundance and love and positive vibes. Thanks for listening. Peace, love, and glow. Erica. Hi, my beautiful people. It has been literally nine months since I've been on here. Um, I'm welcoming myself back. I've missed you guys so much. So much has happened in nine months. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly, miracles, sadness, uh, you know, worries, doubt, anything you can really think of, life, right? And I had been like in such a stuck phase as anybody knows who's like a creative content, which is funny because I don't necessarily see myself as a creative, but I guess I am, you know, now I'm into making these reels and like that's kind of creative. Podcasting is definitely creative because you have to think of new topics to talk about. Um, Yeah, I missed you guys and here I am. I literally just, I don't even know what I wanted to talk about for so long. I felt like life was really lifing and I was just going through storms and like miracles and I just had so much going on that I didn't have time to be clear-headed and focused and I feel like now I'm back in a good space again where I can focus and speak to you guys. Also, I feel like God has recently talked to me about podcasting again. He kept bringing it up, so I'm being faithful and obedient. And I'm just so happy to be back, guys. I truly missed you guys. Um, I would talk on my Instagram stories if you guys are faithful followers. You know, we've had so many deep conversations. And yeah, I'm just happy that God brought me back here. This is a passion of mine. And for a while, I was just like interviewing people and I felt like I always needed to have somebody on this podcast with me and, you know, but now I feel like God is putting me in a different direction. He's like, I need you to speak to my people. I need you to lift and encourage. Um, So it's just you and me. So here we are. Um, So much has changed in my life. Um, And when I'm ready and God allows me to share those experiences and those miracles, I definitely will. Um, it's just not the season for that right now, but he did put something on my heart that was kind of heavy. Um, and I want to talk about women and our roles in life. So last night I saw the Barbie movie, which was absolutely amazing. A hundred out of 10. I cannot wait to see it again. I totally recommend it was funny. It was, you know, nostalgic. It made me cry. Like it just, hit every element and I truly loved it. It was fashionable. It was everything you can think of um, and more. It exceeded my expectations. Um, But what I loved about it was it was very female empowering and it was very diverse. So this is the first time, you know, I saw Barbie in a way where there was like Spanish people involved and black girls and like Yes, they made different Barbie types, but, like, when you used to watch, like, Barbie cartoons or Barbie movies, it was always, like, blonde Barbie, and she's the main character, or they had fairy Barbies, but this was, like, amazing to see, like, a Spanish woman have, like, a main character in this movie, because I, I, um, you know, relate to that. I am a Spanish woman, and growing up, I'm just gonna put this out there right now, 
I loved Barbies. I played with Barbies till I was 13 years old. Um, I used to, in my old room, I had a closet, and my cousin would come over. We would clean out the bottom of the closet, and we would sit in there for hours sweating, not even eating anything, playing Barbies for so long. And growing up, like, I wasn't rich, but we weren't poor. We were just making it. So my mom would take us to garage sales and buy me Barbies. And, you know, I had a, a old Barbie dream house or, you know, or she would sometimes we would get lucky and somebody would be selling like all Barbie clothes for like a dollar. And, you know, I had um, the old car and like it was just such an amazing time in my life. And I will never regret that. Like that was such an amazing memory that I still remember to these days playing Barbies. Um and I think that's why I love this movie so much because it really brought me back to my childhood and the imagination behind it. We would play for like eight hours, my mom would say. She was like, you did not come. You would forget to eat. And I was making sure you guys were alive. You were stuffing yourselves in this little closet. Um, You guys like, she told us that we would like smell, I guess, because we were like sweating. And, you know, we were like that weird, awkward puberty stage too. So like, you know, you're starting to get body odor, feet odor. Um, And yeah, we just... It was such a great time. Like, our imagination ran wild and, like, all the things that we would think of. And, you know, it was just something that we can kind of control, right? And so the movie talks a lot about woman empowerment and it talks about all the roles of Barbie. So Barbie was, you know, she was evolving. She was not only just this beautiful-looking figure, but then she became Dr. Barbie and veterinarian Barbie and astronaut Barbie and you know Nobel Prize Barbie and it evolved all these years they would make all these different Barbies I would remember it too like I'd never have this because again we I grew up just making in life but I had a friend who like they she was really spoiled and they definitely had money and I remember all the Barbies I don't know if you guys remember this and if you do message me because it's really funny there was like Christmas themed Barbies I don't know if you guys remember and these beautiful ball gowns and my friend had like every single one and she would display them in her room and I just remember we weren't allowed to open them we like could only look at them but they weren't to be played with they were like um collectibles which is so crazy anyway so um so I saw Barbie and it was amazing and it got me to really think because as a woman in her um, 30s. I'll be 34 next month. Shout out to all the Leos. Um, I'm still not married. I still don't have a child. Um, I'm still living at home with my parents. Um, you know, I define a lot of the norms that society puts on me. Yes, I am a business owner. Am I a successful business owner? I'm on the way. Um, you know, I'm pushing through. This is grind time for me. So I'm pushing through as best as I know how to. And I'm not giving up, which is amazing. Um, and I know breakthrough is coming. But for a long time, all of my 20s, I felt this pressure to get married at 25, buy a house at 25, you know, have kids at 25 because that's what my mom did. And I loved my mom so much. I wanted to be like her. And then we both know, like, Growing up in our um, society now versus when my parents grew up, it was very, very, very different. You know, women weren't as, um, you know, uh, advanced as we are now where we have businesses and we're doctors and we have so much more, um, you know, responsibility in the world now. And that's amazing, right? So I feel like there is a battle when it comes to 
society for women, this is kind of what they touched on in Barbie, which was so amazing about it, um, was that like, we have all these expectations on us, right? We need to have, we need to be the mom who's the best mom in the world and makes all the kids snacks and involved in every kid's, you know, school activities and plays, but also be the mom who, when she's at work, she's the best employee. She doesn't even think about her kids, you know? She only cares about work and, and being the best employee to their boss and making sure everything gets done. And, like, if you think about it, you can't do both. Like, it's literally impossible, like, to be this amazing you know businesswoman or employee and then be amazing mom at the same time and I just feel like it's we have so many expectations on us and a lot of women which I love now we're actually waiting to get married and waiting to pick the right person but just because we're in our 30s and we're either single or, or you know dating or whatever and not a wife it's like so looked down upon still which is such an old stereotype because you know, if you talk to a lot of women back in the day, when they got married, it was just because they felt the pressure and the need to. Their families were pressuring them, and a lot of them ended up divorced, or they stayed and they were unhappy. And what's great about us women now is we're finding our voice. You know, we refuse to let that happen to us. You know, but then at the same time, we're getting we're getting you know shamed for it. Oh well, you know, you're gonna be 34 and your ovaries are gonna dry up and your eggs are gonna dry up, and it's just so crazy to me it's so crazy and a lot of it is women talking about other women it's not even a lot of, it, there's men of course that they have their opinion and we all know that on women's bodies but it's women talking about other women and it's like well we're in this together we're on the same team honey like what um and you know a lot of my friends are getting married now and having uh kids actually tomorrow i go to my best friend's baby shower it's her first kid Last year, literally in October, we uh, she got married in Italy. The best wedding I have ever been to. I'm obsessed with Italy. I can't wait to go back. And literally not even a year later, you know, we're celebrating her baby. And that is amazing for her. I am beyond happy. Like, that little baby is my nephew. And it's crazy because we've been best friends since we're 14. And the other night, I, like, started panicking for her. I'm like, oh, my God, she's having a child. Like, What? I remember when, you know, we were younger and, you know, we would take a pregnancy test and be like, oh my God, like, please don't let her be pregnant, like, you know, positive. And now we're like celebrating it and it's so beautiful to see and I love the chapter that she's in and then, but right now that's not my chapter. That's not who, where I'm in right now. Right now my chapter is business and growing business and leaning into God and, you know, nourishing myself and I love this season that I'm in. Like, no one can tell me otherwise. Like, I've never felt so confident, so empowered, so happy and, you know, for a while I would put so much pressure on myself. Oh, you know, I had to move back in with my parents and I have to live here and then... I'm like, I get to live with my parents. Like, what? My mom is my best friend, literally. We share clothes. We share shoes, you know. She encourages me when I'm stressed out. I can go to her. She'll pray for me. She'll make me laugh. She um, has been there for me through some of the hardest times I went through this year, you know. She was, I wouldn't have made it without her. And I'm like, I'm so lucky that my parents are able to house me while I get to build my dream life. Like, I get to build this business up that I know that God has given me that's going to take off on his timing, but I know it's coming soon because of the confirmation he's been giving me. And I get to build this up and I'm like, wow, I feel so lucky. Like 
And also I realized as my pa- as I'm getting older, my parents are getting older. They're not going to be here forever. And, you know, I'm trying to soak on as much time as I can. And I love 90 Day Fiance. That is my show. Guilty, guilty, guilty. And when you see people in their other countries, like, it's it's actually traditional that when the son gets married, the wife moves in with the, with the parents, which... Okay, that could be a little bit much, but, like, it's an honor to live with your parents. It's tradition. Like, America has everything so backwards, you know, and they're so about family and they're so about living together and building a community and helping each other out. Then when you have a kid, you know, your their mother takes care of the kid, helps raise the kid. Like, there's just so much beauty in that, you know, and we need to stop putting pressure on ourselves as women in society. Like we cannot do it all. And Barbie, she mentions that there's a point where America Ferrara goes on this rant and she's like, I'm tired. And she just literally says all the oxymorons. Like I said, we have to be the best employee, can never call out, never take a sick day, be there 40 hours, you know, but also be the best parent. And if, and if we pick one over the other, we're seen as a bad person. There's no winning. There's no winning when it comes to that. If you let that be your narrative, you know, when you start to realize the power that's within us, right, Um, that we have control, we, our mind has control of how we see things, how we view things, you know, we start seeing life in a very, very different way. You know, we start seeing what is a priority. At the end of the day, success is amazing, but I think people think success is money and cars and shoes and clothes and, you know, but success is actually having peace and being content in your life. That's success. Success is having loved ones surrounded by you. Success is being a good person and uplifting and helping other people. The world is so, you know, so hard and so, so sad and it's only getting worse. And, you know, and then we're supposed to be lifting each other up and being in this community together and we're tearing each other down. Oh, can you believe that, you know, so-and-so doesn't have a kid yet? Oh, can you believe it's that so-and-so is married and she's miserable and, you know, she won't leave? Like, no, like, stop doing that. We should be helping each other out. Like, okay, like, how can I help you in this season that you're in, you know? How can I uplift you? How can we come together as a community? How can we celebrate women, all different women, married, single, um, mothers, non-mothers, business owners, non-business owners, uh, you know, handicapped, sick, um, creatives, you know, amazing organizers and admins. And we're all important. Every single one of us are important and we need to lift each other up. And if we were able to build a community where we work together and lift each other up, you would see how we're all intertwined. One thing about me is I, A, hate filming, you know, content because I'm getting a little bit into into it more now for me, but more so like of what I find a passion for me. Um, With sauna, I feel like it's kind of hard because it's the same thing over and over. So my mind doesn't, I try to think of different things, um, but I'm not the best at it. So I have friends that are like, oh, you should film this or try this or they'll send me something similar. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Um... I hate admin work. I hate computer work. I just despise it. I was an admin for a year and it was the worst job for me ever. Like every day I was like, is this my life? Is it over? And I'm not knocking admins. It is such a hard job. I ad- I aspire to be so organized. Like I love that. I suffer with procrastination to the fullest. Like, and I'm working on it and I, 
admire people that are like that type A that have to like get it done. They're so organized. They have a space for everything. Everything is labeled. Like that to me is like astonishing. Like I want to pay someone to do that for me. You know, we all need each other. And the biggest lesson I've learned, especially in these nine months, is to be content in every season. That's in the Bible. Paul talks about that. You know, we have a season for blessings and we have a seasons for lessons. We have a seasons of, you know, happiness and a seasons of sadness. There's a season of death. There's a season of life. There's a season of rebirth. And if we don't learn to be content in these seasons and lift each other up with, you know, that the people that surround us, we're not going to make it in life. We're not. We're going to get to the finish line exhausted, tired, beat up, run down, sad, depressed. Like that's not what God gave us. God gave us life and to live it abundantly. That's in the Bible. Those are his pure words spoken to us. Um, and as I was thinking this, you know, um, I started reading my devotionals and God is so amazing that he gave me some stuff to add into this podcast and I'm in um, I'm reading the book of second Corinthians now and one of the little excerpts called the life point said God always energizes us to do what he leads us to do it's only when we go beyond his will to follow our own will or other people's desires that we are likely to get exhausted second Corinthians 2 14 says that God always leads us leads us in triumph he will not he is his will for us is to not live weak defeated lives he wants us to be more than conquerors his will for us is strength and not weakness victory and not defeat and what i realized is a lot of a lot of us women we're tired we are tired we're trying to live up to everybody else's expectations our family our boss our friends you know random strangers on the internet we are tired because God did not intend that for us. He wants us to be truly to who he called us to be, who we are supposed to be, and who he created us to be. And that's when we find the excitement. That's when we get the peace. That's when we get the joy. And, you know, we are all doing the best that we can, you know. Everybody fights a battle that we don't know about. It takes it takes zero dollars to be kind to somebody. Seriously, it really does. And... You know, people want to bring us down every single day. You're too thin. You're too fat. You don't have enough curves. Why are you too skinny? Oh, your face broke out. Your hair is, you know, um, too short. It's too long. Like, if we listen to society and everything else, we will always be miserable. There's something that we could always improve on, you know, physical, you know. And it's like when we start to live for what God tells you, for what God has for you, man, there is no joy. There is no beauty. I remember... um, uh, back in January, I really started to pour into myself and the compliments that I would get all the time, like you are literally glowing. You are glowing. I don't know what is different about you, but you're glowing. Like my skin was never better. And I just really was like, I need to pour into myself. I'm someone who's such a giver. I was pouring into everybody else and trying to meet everyone else's expectations. I'm a people pleaser, like by innate, I'm an empath, you know, like just by, that's just in my DNA. And I was like, hold on. Like, what about Erica? God has things for me and I can't even hear God right now because I'm so worried about pleasing A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. And and he's like, hey, I'm trying to talk to you. Come back. And as soon as I started to come back, man, the peace, the heavy weight that felt off my shoulders, you know. Um, and again, just doing the best that I can, man. Like, it's, it's crazy how we can let people affect us so much, you know. And... 
listen, no one's perfect in this life. You know, there's, oh, we're not for everybody. We're not. And that's okay. And that's another thing. We're not for everybody. And you, everybody does not need to be for you. We need to respect each other. Yes, 100% and love one another. And when I say love, you know, have empathy for that person, have, you know, um, forgiveness for people, you know, care about them. But I can love you and love you from afar, honey. I can love you and hey, if you ever need me, but if you're someone that is not meant to be with me in this season right now and we have to part ways, know that I love you. I'm praying for you, but we're just not in the same season right now and that's okay. And don't be afraid to set boundaries. Don't be afraid to, you know, you were friends for 13 years and, you know, now you guys are growing apart. It's okay. It's okay to let that go. It's okay to walk away from a relationship that's not serving you anymore. Um, especially if that relationship is, you know, just bringing you down, is not aligning with your goals or what your dreams, it's okay to say, hey, you know what? I need a break right now. I'll, and, and, and um, you know, I still love you. I wish the best for you. I just need to work on me. It's okay for these things. It's okay to, you know, break up with a man that you've been for with for 10 years that maybe you don't feel the same about him, but you feel like, oh my God, but I'm just so close to getting to that ring because I want to be a wife and I want to have kids because I'm getting older. It's okay because you know what? If it doesn't work, if you stay, it's not going to work out anyway. And God loves to remove but replace what better if we learn to trust in him. These are okay. It's okay to be single in your 30s. Hello. You know what the best part about it being single in your 30s is? Doing whatever you want and not having to answer to anyone, to rediscovering yourself. Your 20s you and your 30s you is not the same. Our 30s us and our 40s us is not the same. We're supposed to be growing. We're, that is life. It is okay to want to be alone. It is okay if it's not a season for a relationship or love right now. You know what it is? That means it's a relationship, a season for you to love yourself, to really get to know who am I? What do I love? What do I want out of life? What are my goals? What do I want out of a partner? Do I want kids? It's okay to not want kids. Maybe that is not your passion. It's okay. It's okay to want seven kids. It's okay to want to have 12 kids. It's okay to want to adopt kids, to foster kids. It's okay if you want to travel for the rest of your life. It's okay if you don't want to own a home. It's okay if you're someone who, you know, loves to travel and says, you know what, I would love to have an apartment and then travel all over the world. It's okay if you say, you know what, I want to quit my job, buy a van and go cross country. All of it is okay. It's it's your desires. They're your dreams. Do not let anyone tell you that it's not okay. It's okay to do what it is you want. You have full permission to do what you want. Those desires in your heart came from God. He knew and he created us specifically differently because in the Bible it says each one of us hold a purpose on this earth. This earth cannot function without every single one of us. And even though we may seem like, oh, well, I don't really make a difference. I don't really help somebody. Even if you changed one person's life, even if you have that best friend that you've helped, you know, before through a tough time, even if you helped your parents out, you know, um, retiring them, helping them out with the money, you were made, you have a purpose and that's okay. Don't let society tell us, you know, um, oh, you're, you're in your forties and you're still single. Oh, you didn't have kids? Yeah, I didn't have kids. And guess what? Next week I'm going to Hawaii and I'm happy about it. Sorry. I don't have to deal with a three-year-old tantrum. It's okay if you love kids. It's okay if you want to 
be the stay-at-home wife and the mom that wants to serve her husband or kids. That is beautiful. It is so hard to be a mother. Shout out to all the moms that are on here listening to this that are kicking butt every single day that are moms and workers and employees and business owners on the side and still trying to find themselves and have time for themselves. It's okay to have different opinions from other people. And one thing we're all going to do in 23 is we're going to respect those opinions. It's okay if you don't agree with your friend. If you think that, you know, you want to have the picket house and the white, fe- uh, the white fence and, you know, great, amazing for you. And your friend wants to travel the world and, you know, shave off all her hair and, you know, uh, move to another country and work, you know, at, in an orphanage. That's okay. Stop trying to tell people your opinion. Stop, stop forcing what we don't love about ourselves on other people. People, we're all out here trying our best. We're all out here just trying to, you know, find what's best for us. We're all on this journey together. And it's okay to have these feelings. And I want you to feel empowered. I want you to feel confident in telling people your dreams, your goals, your aspirations. And don't, and if they laugh about it, then guess what? That's not the right crowd for you. And that's okay too. You know, it's okay to move on from people and evolve. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to evolve in this life. We all have a purpose. And it's sad that a lot of us don't get to achieve our purpose or figure it out because we're so worried about pleasing others. We're so worried about, oh, well, my mom said that, you know, I'm nobody until I become a wife. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe that was for your society and that's how you grew up, but I'm breaking that generational curse. I'll get married to the right person, not to anybody because I want a marriage that's going to last. I want a marriage that's going to be prosperous. I want a marriage that's going to be, um, you know, beautiful, nurturing. I want a husband that's going to be a present husband. I want a father to my kids that's going to want a father. Not, oh, you know, yeah, we became married and we had kids and then the dad is off every weekend and I'm stuck at home with my kid. No, and I'm okay on waiting on that. Whatever God has planned for me, he's only going to give me the best. And the saying is great things take time. Stop rushing yourself. Stop it. Whatever your season in, learn to be content in it. You know what? Um, I saw this amazing girl on TikTok that if I find it, I'll post it to my story. And she talked about how um, she knew she wanted to be a content creator. And and she was able to do it in six months. And she started filming on an air mattress. Literally an apartment with a room with just an air mattress. And she worked two jobs. She worked Amazon, which, you know, a lot of us were too good to work Amazon. And I think she did a security job, which, again, as a female... You know, and she would record herself all the time at work or being silly. And she had all these videos saved. And then literally life just started panning out for her. Casper had sent her, um, I guess she started to go viral. And Casper noticed that she didn't have a bed. They sent her a mattress, a bed, the covers, the blankets, the pillow, everything she needed. You know, and it's like because she didn't care what other people thought. She lived her true identity self. And we have to stop caring about what other people thought. We have to stop stop putting pressure on ourselves and our friends and our loved ones. Sometimes we don't even realize we're putting pressure on it. Just asking somebody, oh, how's your life? Oh, you're not lonely? Oh, um, oh, you didn't go out this weekend? Like, we have to stop doing that. And I used to do it too and not, and sometimes a lot of us, the times we're not even doing it like maliciously, but it can come off that way, right? So a lot of times we're not even aware. We don't even have self-awareness. Like after somebody got married, 
I would be like, oh, when are you going to have kids? Like, you know, and it's like, whoa, first off, I don't know their situation. Can they not have kids? Do they not want kids? Maybe they don't want kids and they're afraid to tell themselves. You know what? I've learned to live in the moment. I'm so happy for you. How's marriage life going? What is it that I can learn from this? Um, you know, any advice, any wisdom. We have to be more self-aware ladies and we have to be more encouraging and more on our on each other's sides. And there are so many things you can learn from somebody. I love children, and and then you guys can see it. I love watching Saint. It's, I love that kid. We have such a bond that is so incredible. Well, he played me out for a really long time, and now we're finally bonding after almost two years. But I know that I'm not ready to be a mom. But I love that my friends are moms because you know what? I want to go hang out with you. I want to hold your baby. I want to get all the feels. I want to spoil your kid and feel that unconditional love. And I'm not ready for that. That's not my season yet. And I want to still support you. You know what? You need a night out? Let me come babysit for you. I tell people all the time, y'all, you could drop your kids off with me. I love to have fun. I love to play with kids. We need to be more supporting in other roles, you know, in, in other women's roles. And we need to accept it. And most importantly, we just need to love ourselves. We need to be happy in every season we're in. And no matter how silly your dreams are, how unrealistic you think you are, don't stop. Don't stop because we could be right around to that breakthrough. We could be so close to that breakthrough and we gave up. And, you know, speak life over yourself every day. It's such a hard world out there. And we get deal with so much negativity from coworkers to bosses to friends to strangers to family. Speak life over yourself. We need it. Speak life over other people. Um, yesterday I was having a conversation with one of my clients and um it was funny because she was like oh I was so stressed out this week something was going on in her job she's like I almost didn't come to the sauna I wanted to cry and I'm like I feel you girl I have a side job you know to help me um with healing glow and it's remote and it's it's like admin office stuff and I hate it I'm gonna be completely like I'm being super honest and I'm like I love it because it's helping me out so much, but I hate it. But also I know that God is trying to teach me something in this moment. He's trying to teach me how to get organized for my next season in life. You know, I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to, I want my podcast to grow again. I just looked at my views. I had 11,000 listens, which is crazy. 11,000 people listen to my words and, you know, and I let the ball drop because I wasn't that organized. And so in this season, I'm learning to, with this job to be organized and, I'm doing the best and God does the rest. And I'm not I'm not in a life or death situation here. I'm not a doctor. Shout out to all my doctors, nurses, PAs, and for saving our lives every single day. Thank you. And I always pray that God blesses you. But that's not my role. Why am I going to stress myself out? It'll get done in the right time. And I always, and I was telling her, you know, we put so much stress on ourselves, right? So much pressure on ourselves. For what? Look back. You survived 100% percent of your worst days we survived covid we are here we are alive we are breathing in this moment we have our health we have ears to hear me speak i have um my words to speak you know i'm healthy my brain is working and we ended up talking and i was like you're doing the best that you can and that's amazing you know and don't let that stress kill you you are an amazing person you know and she literally turned around after she left and I, she was on the salt machine and, and the foot detox. And then she got out of the salt and she was like, when she left, she's like, thank you so much for that conversation. I really needed it. And it made me happy because I'm like, we're all going through battles and we're sometimes they're so similar and it's just 
taking someone to tell them, hey, you're doing an amazing job. You got this. You know, in your right time, God is going to bring you the husband. In your right time, God is going to bring you the child. In your right time, God is going to make your business flourish. In the right time, God is going to give you the words to write that book that's going to be a bestseller. But appreciate the time now. We all go through a struggle. In the right time, you know, God is going to give you what you want. And a perfect example of this is my girl, Kourtney Kardashian, okay? She dated Scott for years, you know, and she loved him. And she loved him through his craziness. And she stood by him even when he was playing her out. And then they had kids and she wanted to stay with, and she had all these kids, you know. She wanted to have, you know, the same father for her children respectfully. I understand that. And, you know, she grew up with her dad and her dad was amazing. And even though they were from a blended family, and then, you know, she finally got the courage to leave him. And I was always sad because I see, I love Scott. I think he's really funny and I secretly wish that they were going to end up back together. But boom, she meets Travis. And Travis is the best husband to her. I don't care what anyone says. Y'all can fight me on this, okay? Um, it is so beautiful to see Courtney in her era. It is so... And she is 44 and pregnant with this child that she wanted with Travis, that she is in a loving, committed relationship. She is a wife. When for so long, she was the only sister that never wanted to get married. She never thought marriage was for her because she didn't, she wasn't aligned with the right person for her. She has two successful businesses now, you know, and Kim used to come for, oh, what do you do with your life? She used to shame her, her own sister, because she wanted to be a mom. She wanted to be present in her kid's life. Stop doing that. They're two different people. They have two different views on life. So she wanted to be a present mom. That's what she wanted. Kim is a workaholic. She's admitted that before. She's competitive. She cares a lot what people think about her. She wants to prove herself. Two different drives for them. She was able to be an amazing mom to her children. And she watched all of Kim's kids and her sister's kids. You know, she was always holding it down the fort. So if you're in a season where, you know, right now you want to be a mom, be the mom. Eventually, the kids will get older and you'll be able to come into yourself and, and, you know, and find your other calling in life. We have multiple purposes in this life. We don't just have one calling. We're not just here to be a mom, be a wife, be a business owner, call it a day. No, we have plenty of desires because we have the, we, we have to, we're allowed to have plenty of desires. God gives us those desires. So I can't wait to be in my Courtney era. I can't wait to be, and it set the bar so amazing. It set the bar where she's 44 and living her best life. We don't die after 30. Our lives don't decline after 30. We don't die after 40. We don't die after 50. I mean, I love Kris Jenner. Kris is my girl. I hope Kris Jenner one day I meet you. I'm putting it out in the universe right now. You heard it here first. She's 70 and still thriving. She's like, I'm never going to retire. I love what I do. She owns who she is, and that is a beautiful thing. We don't, ladies, we don't die after 30. Every year gets better. Every decade, they're saying 30s is amazing. I love myself in my 30s. I have never been more confident, more physically fit in my 30s than I ever was in my life. I love who I am. I love that I, I have boundaries. I love that I was confident enough and bold enough to take the leap. I love everything that I love about myself right now. My 20s, I was skittish. I was so overwhelmed. I was such a biatch. I was constantly um, sad. I was constantly overwhelmed. I had no control over my life. I was such a people pleaser. I had so much pressure to get married and have kids. And now I'm like, 
I can wait another year to have kids. I can wait another year to get married. Like I'm so content in my life right now. I've never felt more free. And I'm going to be 34 next month. Like, and I would have, you would have asked me, it was funny, my best friend who is having her baby shower, we literally met for dinner a couple months and we were like talking about it. I remember she used to cry in high school because she was late to the game for dating. She could never find anybody. And I always had a boyfriend. Um, and I was the one crying to her in high school and college because I didn't have a career. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And she's a PA and she knew pretty well early, like she went from college to medical school, got her license thriving. And, and I was like crying at 27, this girl's becoming a PA and saving lives. And I'm over here like, I work in a spa for $15 now and I don't know what I want to do. And when we met for dinner the other day, a couple of months back, she's like, who would have thought we'd be in this predicament? She's like, I would have sworn you would have been married first with a kid and I would have been the working woman because she loves to work and that career, you know, woman. And I was like, you know, God has a sense of humor. We plan and God laughs, you know. And I love the season I'm in. And I encourage you ladies to learn to love the season that you're in because seasons come and go. And I know that God put children and a husband on my heart. I know that those are coming. Those are That's been spoken over me. And I know they're coming soon. So I'm trying to love this aspect of just me by myself a little bit as much as I can because you know once you're a mom you can never be uncome a mom and that's a beautiful thing being a mom is one of the best things in this world and I just want to make sure that I've enjoyed myself to the fullest so if you're listening to this and you're single learn and you're not married or not have children yet or if you're you have children and you're single and you're not with your partner anymore and you're starting over learn to love yourself it is the best medicine and it will give you so many, so much joy and blessing that you would have never, ever even thought of. And it's so funny when you become so content in one season and God's like, okay, you finally learned. This was the lesson I was trying to teach you. You've been waiting this whole time. Um, I remember when I was like, I want to, um, you know, what am I going to do in my life? What am I going to do in my life for a year? I was crying and crying. And then I learned to love the season I was in. I found something that I was passionate about. I started becoming into the spas and I became a spa manager and I was working my way up. I was so content. And then as soon as I content, I was like, okay, God was like, I'm going to send COVID. You're going to get fired. Boom. You're going to be a business owner. It, you've heard me say this so many times. I never wanted to be a business owner ever. I thought about it once or twice and I was like, you know what? I'm so content with just being the right hand man to somebody. I'm so content with that. I love helping people. And God's like, haha, nope, time to move on. So I've learned when I've learned to be in content in the season, that's when the blessings come. So to all my beautiful women who are listening to this, you are amazing. You're doing amazing. You are exactly where you're meant to be. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Life goes by fast. Soon before you know it, we'll be old and wrinkly. Um, and we'll think about all the times that we had in these very moments. Um, ask God to show you what the desires of your heart are. If you're like me, don't be afraid if you're in your 30s and you still don't know. If you're still trying to seek what is your purpose, lean into him and he will show you. Um, we all have purpose on this earth. I'm so grateful and thankful for every single one of you who are listening, who are here. I'm praying blessings over you. I'm praying purpose over you that God is going to show you your purpose. Um, I'm praying for your future husbands, for your future kids, for your future businesses, for your future travels, for your future memories. I want you guys to have it all. God says that we can have heaven on earth. And I've been experiencing heaven on earth. He's really been allowing me to see blessings. And 
I'm forever grateful for this life, man. I'm I'm not where my end goal is, um, but man, he, I could die tomorrow, and I've said this before, I could die tomorrow, God forbid, and I am not a mom yet, or a wife, and I will be so happy with the life that I've lived. He has given me so many blessings and put so many amazing people in my life that I'm okay. But you know what? My corny era is coming, and I know it's coming, and I know it's coming soon, so... I'm going to enjoy this era that I'm in now. Um, but you did not miss your corny era. I don't care how old you are. 20, 30, 50, 60, 70, 42, 55. You can have it all. And she's proof for that. So I hope you guys enjoy this. I am going to try to be more consistent. It felt so good to be back. It felt so good to express myself. It felt so good. I am part of a, um, a B group through Transformation Church, we meet online month, uh, weekly and they, and my leader has, man, she has transformed my life. We talk a lot about God and in our seasons of life. And, um, I'm in the one that's called preparing for marriage. And I've learned so much about what it is to actually be a wife, you know, cause I always thought I was ready for marriage and man, I had to learn a lot. I had to do a lot of soul searching and soul working and, and she's helped us along the way. And, um, you know, she has just given us so much to look forward to and hope for. And I'm so grateful for that. And I know that season is coming, man. And I'm excited to see when it's going to happen. And I forgot what I was saying about that. Why did I bring that big group up? B group up. B group up. Oh, I hate when that happens. Um, anyway, I've learned so much through that. And um, I'm so thankful for her and what's coming. And she's just such an encourager. And, like, we've learned to live content in these seasons. And, man, he has just been giving me so many blessings. I met new friends and made new new um relationships and I've gotten closer to God and man like God has really been blessing me to like even the littlest things like shout out to one of my amazing clients who we are so we're friends now and we're building a relationship she was like oh I work for the movie theater like she gave me free tickets to Barbie free snacks that's just saved me like 50 bucks right there like I'm so grateful it's the little things and just there's joy and blessings in every single day. And I want you to live your best life. And I want you to not miss those blessings. And know that you're exactly where you're meant to be. And I pray for you guys. I'm praying for you. Reach out to me through DM if you have any questions. I love to chat with you guys. Um, give me feedback on this episode. If you need prayer, I'm here for you. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, God, for reminding me. So, in the B group, she asked us last week, what is our purpose? Not our physical purpose, but what is our spiritual purpose, right? And do we know what our spiritual purpose is? Because at the end of the day, yes, can we have a career? Like, can I be a motivational speaker? Sure. But is that that's not my spiritual purpose. Because when I die, I can't be a motivational speaker in heaven. But what I've learned was my spiritual purpose is to lift and encourage people and speak life over people. That is my spiritual purpose and I love doing it and I'm happy to be back. So if you need any uplifting, please reach out to me. I'm excited to hear from you guys. Baby, I'm back, welcoming myself back and I'm going to try to be consistent every week. I'm just probably going to go to Fridays now. It's looking like because that's my day off and I have time to like sit and think with myself um, any podcast topics, please reach out to me. I am open to anything, anything you want me to speak on. I love you guys so much. I'm praying for the best weekend for you guys. Have an amazing week. Blessings on blessings on blessings. And as always, peace, love, and glow, Erica.